So one of the things that I observe in the West, and also particularly in the States, I don't see it so strongly in England, but we have uh, gotten a little bit with sitting obsessed. So we associate meditation with the sitting posture. And uh, there's even languaging around it. I'm going to go sit with Joseph Goldstein in Paris. So you don't go meditate with them, you go sit with them. (laughs) And so we think that when we're sitting, then then we're meditating, and anything else we're not meditating. Well, I'd like to start with massaging this perception. So um, what's helpful is to remember that meditation is not limited to a posture, but it's about bringing awareness and presence into the present moment. And the Buddha recommended four postures sitting, standing, walking, and lying down. And for many people who spend long times in front of a computer sitting, it's really not helpful to come home and sit some more. And so, you know, what we need to do is to learn how to have a practice that is actually useful. Balancing, allowing our bodies to open and relax, allowing attention to settle, so that when we are bringing attention to an object, we have the body and mind together with us. So what we want to do now, I'm a bad example because I'm sitting on the cushion, but if I stand in front of it, my loudspeaker is going to fall off. But for everybody else, if you can stand on the floor, it's a little bit less squishy. Yeah, that's good. And so what we want to do is just want to feel our feet connecting to the earth. And you can sometimes imagine you've got roots going through the bottom of your feet way, way deep. In the desert, you don't have big, huge trees. But just imagine you've got a big, huge root going down through the bottom of your feet deep into the earth. So your toes spread out, feet relax, your weight balances so you're balancing the weight front and back and side to side now if standing is do do then just allow your feet to be on the floor while you're sitting so you need to trust your own capacity and stay well within your own capacity but the same experience of grounding is possible now the knees are unlocked The feet are about shoulders width apart and about parallel. So what we want to do is just feel our feet on the ground and see that our weight is evenly distributed front and back. And sometimes it's helpful just to rock ever so slightly because we don't necessarily know what right feels like until we have contrast. And then shift the weight slightly left and right so that what we want to do is to come to that place that feels just very still and balanced. Now the knees are unlocked and the pelvis can tilt forward and tilt back and when we're standing it tilts so that the sitting bones are tucked under. So if we were a fox and had a nice big bushy tail we tuck our tail between our legs. And so that makes the sacrum flat and then the belly softens and then the shoulders you know they can open chest can open and those big huge boulders we can just let them go on top of our shoulders just imagine we're going to put the burdens on our shoulders down and the fingers can be resting at the side of our legs uh, slightly curled and then, and then you want to have just a fraction, maybe two millimeters of the, ton, of the chin tucked in, which just slightly elongates the back of the neck and then allows the top of the head to be the highest point. So the emphasis is on being grounded, the weight being balanced, and being very relaxed. Sometimes it's helpful to allow the relaxation process by using certain kinds of imagery. 
different people, different imagery works. For me, it works to just imagine my body systematically becoming very heavy. And so I start with my feet and just imagine my feet turning into lead. So they turn from flesh into lead and then as they're lead, they just really pull into the earth. And then ankles also turning into lead. And then gradually moving up the shin and the calf and as the attention moves through this part of the body, the imagination is, is that that part of the body becomes like lead, heavy. Pulling into the earth. Moving up to the knees. Just allowing the knees to become heavy. And then moving up the thighs, the front and the back of the thighs. So there's this wave moving up the bottom part of the body and everything that it reaches, it turns into lead, becomes very heavy, pulls into the ground, into the earth. And then when it reaches the height of the fingertips, the fingertips join in, becoming like lead. Up the leg, up the legs. and the wrists to where in my body the legs touch the sockets of the hips and then the whole of the pelvic girdle begins to turn like lead heavy and then the sacrum so that the whole lower part of the body feels so heavy moving up to the abdomen the middle part of the arms and the elbows front and the back part of the torso, solar plexus area, heavy, heavy. And up the chest, the sternum, and the middle of the back. the upper chest and the top part of the shoulders, the upper back, to the collarbones. And then the shoulders, the top of the shoulders, and then the neck, the front and the back of the neck, the, the throat and the back of the neck. This whole wave of heavy And then the jaw, and the base of the skull, and the cheekbones, the back of the head. The eyes, the top part of the back of the head, the forehead, 
and then the top of the head so that the whole body feels like lead heavy pulling into the ground now one of the nice things about lead is it's peaceful <laughs> it's very hard for me to think when I feel like lead so that's very quiet and peaceful there's not a whole lot happening with lead not very complicated so we can let the thoughts and the activities and the plans and the stimulation and the obligations and the conversations where do they go in lead they just go there's no footing they can just go Now again, we're using our imagination, imagining the roots of trees from the bottom of our feet way, way deep into this desert earth beneath us. And the tremendous vitality that is in the land. The desert is quiet, but it's utterly alive. So those little root fibers on the tips of the roots on the bottom of our feet are allowing this vitality from the land around us to come in. And from the way deep into the earth, this vitality comes up and then slowly we have a different wave coming through the body, a wash of vitality, of aliveness, of energy. So allowing the feet to become alive and the ankles to become alive and moving up the shins and the calves allowing them to enliven the knees the thighs the front and the back the middle of the thighs and the fingertips and the hands so that there's this whole wave of life force that begins to move through lighten, enlighten, enliven the body, the tissues, the structure the nervous system, the organs the pelvic girdle and the sacrum exquisite desert the lower abdomen and the lower back the middle abdomen the middle back the middle of the arms and the elbows all the way up the solar plexus the middle of the back and the sternum the top part of the back the upper arms to the shoulders and the collarbone the neck the throat the jaw the back of the head cheekbones So now, just opening up the field of attention without asking anything to be any particular way, just noticing what does it feel like to stand here? Do you feel grounded? Do you feel energized? Do you feel tired? So there's no need for a judgment, there's just an observation. What is the quality? Is the body relaxed? Is it tense? quality of attention do you feel restless do you feel calm 
So here is using visualization and energy work, which is not specifically or even familiar to Theravadan practice, in a way to support the body relaxing, establishing a basis for allowing attention to rest. Relaxation is an essential component in meditation. It's really important we take some time to arrive. And so, having taken a few moments in this way, we can change our posture and sit. But as we change the posture, just watching, watching intention, watching and experiencing motion, sensation, movement, so that attention is very much within body experience. Let's try changing the posture and coming into a sitting posture. Just take a moment and just feel what it feels like just to sit here. Do you notice the quality of your awareness in your body sensations? Do you feel more present, less present, more still, less still, more centered? So sometimes if we spend just a few minutes doing some thing that allows attention to settle in the body, then when we bring attention to the object at hand, it is more uh, beneficial. So sitting like standing is a posture and it's helpful to cultivate a correct posture. So here we are, many of us are sitting with our legs folded, It's important that there's enough height underneath the hips to allow the knees to comfortably relax. There are many people who are also sitting in a chair. And whenever it's possible, it's important to sit on the edge of the chair to allow the back to be upright. There's a a special uh, school that all people who go to design chairs attend. It's to make it so that the chairs give you bad posture. So we have to uh, we, ha- we have to overcome their their careful designs. <laughs> and usually, the only way to do it is not to lean back in the back of the chair. <laughs> sit forward on the edge of the chair. So when we're sitting, the hips are tilting in the opposite direction to when we're standing. So we want to rotate the top of the hips forward, just slightly. It gives a a little bit more of an extension in the small of the back. And the hands can be folded in the lap or resting on the legs. And again, the shoulders are the chest is open and the shoulders are, are, are a little bit back and down. And the chin is just tucked in a fraction, maybe two millimeters or so. Just giving a, a very slight elongation of the neck. 
And the eyes can either be closed or open slightly and the gaze is looking forward. But the attention is inward. And the top of the head makes the highest point. So the most important thing is relaxation and uprightness. So just tuning into the physical body sitting here and getting a sense of what does it feel like. And so within the physical body sitting here, there is experience of the breath. So we can allow attention to settle on the breath. Without any interest to control or change the breath, to make it different from how it is, but just to receiving the breath. Receiving the breath throughout the whole of the body.
So it's often the case when the body is very relaxed and the tension is suffused throughout the whole of the body. Thinking, thinking. And whatever thinking there is is easy to observe without being absorbed into. Conversely, when the attention is not suffused within the body, there can be a lot of discursive thought and it can be very difficult to observe thought without getting absorbed into it. And so, because of this, when there is a lot of discursive thought, then it's really helpful to allow attention to suffuse and relax the body. Don't need to push away the thoughts. Just need to allow attention to suffuse and relax the body. When the body is relaxed, the thoughts naturally dissipate.
allowing attention to rest in breath not needing to control or hold or force just receiving the breath and awareness and attention and feeling the breath throughout the whole of the body with each in-breath you can feel the tissues and cells of the limbs With each out-breath you can feel relaxation, releasing and letting go. So breathing through the whole body, allowing attention to settle, allowing the body to enliven and relax through breathing. Same way if you allow yourself to become still. Put some seeds in the palm of your hand. Sometimes the birds will land. It's not a forcing. But a stilling, a quietening. When attention is suffused in the body, Awareness rests in the breath. The result is a sense of ease and well-being just here and just now.
breathing through the whole body, feeling the body enliven with each in-breath. And relax with each out-breath. It can be the case for people, particularly uh, starting a meditation period. It is hard to settle and it is hard to allow attention to rest with the breath. It can be that there's quite a lot of restlessness or discomfort, physical pain, or a lot of thought. And there can be a use in just sitting with it. But there also can be use in, in, in responding to your own capacity to manage it. So if there's a lot of physical discomfort and the attention is not able to stay with it, relax around it. If there's a, a lot of discursive thought, and sometimes with situations like that it's just helpful to change the posture and return to a standing posture. There's no special brownie points for sitting. What's helpful is to do what is needed in the moment. And so if one needs to change the posture and stand, then very quietly, not as a reaction, not in order to get something, but in a compassionate and wise response to the moment, Again, just shifting the posture quietly and standing. In this way, we are attuning to what is actually happening and our own capacity to be present with it without demanding life, our own abilities to be any particular way. Throughout the course of these next few days, if there's a time, no matter what I'm saying, where it's hard to stay present with what's happening, please feel the invitation to quietly stand up. So one can use the posture as a way to help steady the mind. Just check and see if you're sitting upright, if your hips are tilted forward, if your chest is open, your neck elongated.
The body can be an indication of what's happening in the mind. And the body tenses up. It's often an indication that there's tension or contraction or wanting, not wanting, in the mind. When we develop awareness in the body, it gives us capacity to deal with the different things that we experience as mental phenomena in the mind. Awareness of the body is the first foundation of mindfulness. It's essential to develop the awareness of the body as a ground to return to again and again and again. as a way of anchoring and diffusing, giving perspective on some of the wide range of feelings and complexity that we experience in our life as human beings. Staying with the breath, allowing the breath, Allowing the revitalization with the in-breath. Allowing and making space for the relaxation with the out-breath. Very simple. Incredibly powerful. And never further away than the present moment. The basic premise of mindfulness is to allow things to arise in awareness without rejecting them or absorbing into them. Having the body as an anchor supports the ability to do this. How do we experience what is arising as a body experience, as a physical sensation?
Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.